Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history. All week we've been talking about fairy tales. Uh, this week we had National Telefairy Tale National, but it was just go tell a fairy tale day. So I hope everyone has done that at some point this week. We've looked at some really awesome fairy tales. We've looked at how Disney Disney-fied some fairy tales, and of course the amazing, amazing, almost perfect comic fables. Today we're going to look a little bit at the history of fairy tales and kind of what they are. And I say a little bit because, y'all, this is a, this is a rabbit hole. You can easily uh, get lost down it. I've spent days reading about what a fairy tale is, how a fairy tale is different from a folk tale, different from a myth, different from you know all sorts of different things, and really kind of depends who you ask and when you ask them. There's fairy tales have been around forever, uh, as long even predating writing. You know, people told and acted out stories and everything, which is neat because usually fairy tales start with you know once upon a time or way back when. There's really one version of fairy tales, old German fairy tales that started in with in the old times when wishing was still effective, and I kind of love that. You know being t that lets you know that there was still magic there were still things and uh it's just really cool you can even go into w why we call it a fairy tale um versus like instead of a wonder tale because some people like to use the word wonder tale which is, comes from the german uh Marchen, which i i don't know that i'm not gonna lie i got kind of confused re reading all that because with these wonder tales, you know, we ha they have to have certain criteria, just like fairy tales do. We have to be in some kind of never-before-seen land, but it's still familiar. You know, you usually have kings and queens and princesses and princes and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and not to mention magical, mythical creatures. But usually they don't go too far. Uh, usually you have stuff like dragons and ogres and giants and stuff. Talking animals are a big thing. And, of course, fairies. Fairies themselves, whether it be like fairy godmothers or, uh, we mentioned elves, other enchanted beings to help with the magic. Because most of them have some kind of, like I said, underlying magic. And the magic serves different purposes in the fairy tales. In some fairy tales, it's just that way, you know, this, this person, this animal can talk. In others, it's that the one true kiss will wake somebody up or turn them from a frog into a prince. Uh, sometimes magic is to help take down the villain, you know, the, the wicked stepmother or whatever it may be. But these are common themes, you know, and I think that's why when you hear a story, when you read a story... You can say, oh yeah, that's that's a fairy tale. Uh, nowadays, we break it down even more. You know, not even between fairy tale and folk tale and folklore, but now we have fantasy. Which, 
some books when they came out, you know, we didn't really have fantasy. And so they were considered fairy tales. Um, and, and you would see that in stuff like Tolkien stuff uh, was considered fairy tales when they came out. But now, you know, that is the basis for fantasy. That's our, where we set the bar. But these, like I said, these have been around forever. Even going back to ancient Greek times, uh, you know, that we have rec like Aesop's Fable from the 6th century BC. Those are probably the first Western fairy tales that we ever had. And to put in perspective, the Arabian Nights, which is considered a big, you know, the, the staple of Middle, East, Middle Eastern fairy tales was in 1500 AD. So even before that, you know, you had the Panchatantra in India in 3rd century BC. So, way before modern stuff, we had fairy tales. And they, they would come and go, you know, it's, as with anything that's been around for a long time. They fade in and out of popularity. And when you had in the in the mid 17th century so the 1600s this is the start of a big upheaval in in cultures in Paris where all the rich women the aristocratic women would get together in their houses um their salons is what they were called like their little foyers and you're hanging out you see them in all the period pieces and they would talk about things and at this during this time women weren't allowed to be educated uh, it's real dumb, I know. But, so this is where they would kind of get their education. They would teach each other things. And part of working on vocabulary and syntax and stuff is they would tell these stories that they had been told growing up. You know, that they had heard stuff, the Sleeping Beauties, the Cinderella's, all that. And they would have to change something in it, you know. Or take the theme of it and tell a whole new story. And this was a, a really great way of learning uh it's we still use it today in all levels of education and so this helped bring to light all these old old fairy tales you know uh people were telling them again and people took interest you know and so you get more and more people going around trying to collect these and print them and and do everything with them um, going all the way up to like the the Brothers Grimm when they were collecting and doing their stuff, so it's you can see fairy tales are all over the place. Um, there's there's no set date as to when they started. There's no set meaning to what is a fairy tale, and I think that's part of the appeal of them. You know, you could sit here and you can say, once upon a time. And you already have that bar set of, okay, this is going to be, one, it's going to be a story. Two, probably a fairy tale. Three, we're going to learn something morally. Um, and you, when you hear those words, it, it, it just sets you up. And so then you go, and whether you're talking about literal fairies or clever foxes or sleeping beauties, whatever it may be, you have this story and as dark as some of them are uh, you know we talked about how disney 
put that that G rating on all of them because people like got murdered all the time in old school fairy tales. So seeing even with that, you know, at the end where it's happily ever after. You know, you start with once upon a time and you end with happily ever after. I think it's a, a good story. They're all good stories because you know, it shows that no matter what you go through, what kind of times, even if there's this giant wolf dressed as your grandmother trying to kill you, or if there's a oh another one. There's lots of wolves in fairy tales, if you hadn't noticed. Um, because I'm gonna say a wolf trying to blow your house down. You know, whatever it goes through, in the end, you're gonna be happily ever after, and things are gonna work out well. So I think that's part of the timelessness of fairy tales that they give that sense of hope um and when it comes to stories you know you any story that is good and uplifting and gives you hope is going to stick around for thousands and thousands of years as we've seen so i think it's it's really cool um like i said i know it's all over the place because fairy tales are all over the place I encourage you, you know, do a little research. Uh, you know, a folktale is now kind of considered just the oral tradition. Um, and if it doesn't have, like, X amount of magic in it, so stuff like Paul Bunyan, uh, Pecos Bill stuff we have here in America, you know, those are folktales, not fairy tales. And there's all these weird little nuances to what a fairy tale is. And... Uh, it's it's a lot, but it's really cool to read about. You know, we could spend hours talking about it. But hopefully you learned a little bit about the rise and fall and rise of fairy tales and why they're great. Let me know what some of your favorite fairy tales are. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for the Night Nerd. On Twitch, we are Night Nerd Podcast. Uh, play, uh, play games, do watch parties, stuff over there all the time. It's, it's a whole lot of fun. If you have questions, comments, concerns, if you're a fairy tale expert, you know, if you can better and more succinctly break down like what differentiates a fairy tale from these other ones please email me nightnerd at the nightnerd.com but otherwise that's going to do it for today again my name is lance thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time today was a fairy tale you were the prince i used to be a damsel in distress you took me by the hand